going on everybody welcome back to live for sports my name is nathan uh been a couple weeks since my last episode i apologize for that uh had my computer break um so i my screen cracked and uh wouldn't turn on so i had to go get that fixed um so today's episode will be fully nhl based season started last night with the kraken versus the golden knights and the lightning raising their banner against the penguins so canucks start tonight very excited for that uh, so I'm going to break down the Ollie Levy trade with the Canucks that happened. It can't really break down, just give my thoughts on it. I won't have like a grade or anything. It's way too early for it. Um, but that's just going to be brief. Most of the, this episode is going to be a full season prediction um, with how I think the standings turn out, who my award winners are, and then how the playoffs turn out based on my standings. So yeah, that's going to be the episode, so let's get into it. Simmons, is this the dagger? First up, the Ollie Ulevi trade. Mr. Ollie Ulevi himself, Mr. Fifth overall pick back in 2016 it was, yes. Um, wasn't making the team out of camp. Canucks knew it. So they traded him for defenseman Noah Juleson and forward. I apologize if I pronounce this. Yuho Lemiko. Don't know if that's right. I got to hear the, I got to hear the announcers talk about that one first. Um. Yeah, like I said, I kind of knew the trade was going to come. Um, he wasn't going to make the team out of camp. He knew it. I think the Canucks knew it. He had a really, it wasn't to say weak camp, but like he got off to a very rough start with the bag skate and him just lying in a corner after it. Like his conditioning clearly wasn't ready. Um, so yeah, he wasn't making the team. Um, so they would have had to send him down. And he would have had to go through waivers and someone's going to take him on waivers it's a former fifth world with fifth overall pick sorry they're gonna give him a shot um so they got a a return from it's not like an ideal return for a fifth overall pick but it it, it's something i'm kind of glad they got something instead of nothing you love he's widely considered a bust since going fifth overall um which is true to a part but it's to me it's not really bust it's just he didn't develop like he could have might be bias take i don't know um he just they never got give him the chance to play mostly because he was injured a lot he had back injuries he had a knee issue um it kind of just hindered his development so we never really the canucks never really wanted to give him a shot um in the return though canucks got another defenseman widely also considered a boss back in uh Juleson. um he went in the first round back in 2015 at 26 so that would have been three picks after Besser was it Besser went 23rd 24th maybe two picks um also dealt with injuries in his career eight points in 48 career games nothing that special um maybe he can turn it around I, I highly doubt it I don't think he'll get much playing time he'll probably be an AHLer for the Canucks and Abbotsford uh, Lamico was a third round pick back in 2014. He scored four goals and f- and had an assist in 44 games last season for the Panthers. Um, it's tough, like like I said in the intro, it's tough to give out a tr- 
great on this trade. Like, I don't think I can yet. It's just way too early. But it's, like, all right for betting to get something back for a guy that they were just bound to lose, even if it's two depth pieces. Uh, Lamico's, I think he's on the roster right now tonight. I, I don't know if he'll play tonight. Um, I think he made the roster, though. Um, I, uh, I got asked this question by my brother the other day. Um, was it worth getting Pedersen and Hughes at five and seven? Did it make up for the Canucks drafting Vertanen and Yulevi at five and six? Because you got two absolute studs at those picks at five and seven in Hughes and Pedersen. But then you got two like busts. Vertanen's a major bust, major disappointment. He had so many locker room issues. Um, I think it was worth it. Everyone's going to have their misses in the draft. Canucks missed big time with those two, I'd say. But you hit big time in Pedersen and Hughes. Hughes, Pedersen is arguably already a top 10 center in the NHL. Hughes has the potential, if he works on his defensive game, to be a consistent Norris caliber defenseman, I would say defensively he needs to work major on that i'm really hoping for bounce back here from him he said he worked on it all summer so um i think it's worth it it's it's tough yeah you have your misses but like when you're picking in the top 10 i do understand his point when you're picking the top 10 you do have to have guys who like have to hit um so it it's interesting but so yeah the final trade was canucks trade you'll love you to the panthers for lamico and Juleson can't really grade it yet um so nhl is back tonight well it was last night sorry pens lightning kicked it off it was a 6-2 penguins victory which big surprise lightning didn't play that well um especially with no crosby and malkin in the lineup it was for i think it was, i saw some stat it was the first time since like 2000 for the penguins where they didn't have a they didn't have crosby malkin or lemieux in their opening night lineup which is crazy uh yeah, and then it was followed up by the two newest teams in the NHL in Vegas and the and the Kraken. Um, Vegas got off to a three nothing lead early. Kraken actually came back and tied it. It was and then Vegas took the lead on a very questionable goal. I must say that to me it just was kicking motion. I don't know. Um, anyways, Vegas won four three. Um, Canucks kick it off their season tonight against the Oilers. Leafs Habs are tonight. Ducks and Jets are tonight. Um. There's a couple. I think there's two other games. I can't really think of them off the top of my head. But, yeah, I'm going to go through a full regular season prediction, who I think finished where. Then I'm going to go with my regular season award winners. And then I'll go a full playoff bracket. So, I'm going to start it off in the Metro Division. Coming in at 8th, I have the Columbus Blue Jackets. No surprise, I think. I think everybody should have them finishing here. This division is way too stacked. I think all the divisions in hockey are really good this year, besides the Pacific. And it's really tough to it's really weird because you, there's three really good divisions where it's hard to pick a team, teams to miss. Then there's one division that's really bad, and it's also so hard to predict where they're going to finish because you got probably, like, the, yeah, I'm talking about the Pacific. You got Vegas finishing as one. I think everyone should. But then you have Edmonton, you have Vancouver, you have LA, you have Calgary, you have Seattle even. You don't know where they're finished. Most likely San Jose and um, Anaheim, it, it is. They're going to finish at the bottom of the division. The rest of the division is a complete wild card, though. Who knows where they're going to finish? So, yeah, eight, I have Columbus. Um, this might be the easiest pick for me throughout the league. Columbus is just starting rebuild. They're in a, they're in a division that's built to win now. 
Um, I'm not expecting lots from them this season. Um, yeah, uh, their division is way too good, and it, this division was so probably the toughest to pick. Um, seven, I have New, the New Jersey Devils. I really do want to put New Jersey higher up. I think they are a good team. They had a great offseason. They got Dougie. They backed up their goaltending. Um, this, like I said, though, this division is just way too good. I think I think they're a year or two away, maybe. They got Hughes. They got Heischer. They got a great young core building over there. And they got Luke Hughes coming up. Don't take Quinn, please. Um, like I said, their offseason was fantastic, but I don't think they're ready to jump into a playoff spot quite yet with this division. Coming at six, I have Washington. It's really tough to pick because I think you have to have either one or both of Washington and the Pittsburgh uh, missing, and I have Pittsburgh in, so I kind of—I I just can't see both of them making it in this division. I don't, it's just both teams are kind of aging. Um, I think this is finally the year we see Washington regress. They'll still be a good team, I believe, but this division is just such a tough pick, and I don't know if they're in the other categories as these other teams. Um, I'm just looking to see Ovi have a good year. I want to see him break Kresge's record. Um, that's what I'm looking for from them. Um, there's just better younger teams to pick here. Washington's basically a retirement home in the NHL now. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put them at six. Coming at fifth, I have Carolina. I have Carolina missing the playoffs actually. Um, after the off season they had, and times I've talked about it, I finally decided that they will miss. I was very on the fence about it. They are a good team. Don't get me wrong. I just think that losing Dougie's going to hurt. Losing Delvikovich was bad. And then you got Bernier for him, and then Bernier left. I, Freddie Anderson as your goalie, I really don't trust that. Um, I think it's going to come down to the final games of, of the season for them, but in the end, I think they're going to come up short. Um, coming in at fourth and claiming the second wild card spot in the East, I'm picking the New York Rangers. I think... Gerard Gallant is going to put this team in the right direction, and I think Panarin's going to have a Hart Trophy caliber year. Um, I am also expecting good years from Laffy, good second and third years from Laughing Year and, and Capo Caco. Um, and yeah, that's what I said. So I think they're going to claim second wild card spot in the East. I think it'll be really close with Carolina. Montreal might be in the mix too, but I think New York's going to take it. Coming in at third, I have the Pittsburgh Penguins. It was it, this one was hard because there's no Crosby and Malkin to start the year, um, so they're gonna have to really keep the boat afloat, afloat with them. Um, I'm gonna do it anyways, and I'm gonna hope that when they come back, they'll make them very good again. Um, they're gonna need to rely heavily on Jake Gensel, Jake Gensel to keep them floating until they're back. But it's tough. I don't know if I want to put Pittsburgh there, but I'm gonna do it. Um, so yeah, they're coming in third. Number two, I have the Philadelphia Flyers. They really bulked up this offseason. They revamped their decor, which they absolutely needed to do. They already have one of the better forward groups in the NHL, in my opinion. And with this new decor, it's all going to—where this they finish is all going to come down to how Carter Hart performs. I'm expecting a bounce back here from him. I don't think he can do as bad as he did last year. Maybe it's not like—maybe it's not Vesna caliber, but— I'm expecting bounce back. I have them finishing in second in the division. Um, and then at number one, I have the New York Islanders. I don't really want to put them here, but I am. 
I think this division is it's really weird because it's a very loaded up division, but none of these teams I want to put as a division winner. I do think the Islanders are the best team in this division, but I really wanted to have them as two or three. I just don't like any other options at number one. I just don't for some reason. I think the division is really good. I don't know who's going to claim it, though. New York is one of those teams that you don't really have to have a good year from them. At, from them, They're not a very good regular season team. They're just a really good playoff team. Um, they're going to be competing for Stanley Cup this year again, I think, just like past two years. I think they're really close. On to the Atlantic division now. Coming in at eight, I have the Buffalo Sabres. No surprise. This team is just an absolute joke. Um, I re- I'm expecting Jack Eichel not to play for them at all this year. Um, I think he's going to sit out the whole year or just not. Or if he does get surgery, he'll just say, trade me, I'm not playing for you. Um, I'm I'm expecting them to have one of the worst records in NHL history. I think they could finish at like 50 points, I'm, and that's... Ugh. Seventh, I have Detroit Red Wings. I think we'll start to see them improve. Um, and I think it's they'll take that next step to saying, hey, our rebuild is almost over. Um, I really like Jake Verana for them. I Like I said in, was it my last episode or the episode before that? I'm expecting a big year from him, a breakout year. This division is tough, though. I don't expect much from them. Um, there's some better teams. Coming in at six, I have Ottawa. The Sens were a really fun-looking team at the end of last season. Don't get me wrong. And I think if they do get Brady Kachuk re-signed, um, I think they'll continue and improve and show us that this rebuild is also nearly over, just like the Red Wings. But this division it has five teams that are really good in it, and I only think four of them make it. So, At fifth, I have the Montreal Canadiens. I wasn't... It was tough to put me them here. I have them missing the playoffs. It's tough to put them here because they are a Stanley Cup finalist from last year. But no Carey Price now dealing with mental health issues, which good on him. And I think that's that's a great step for the league. Um, I definitely think they miss out this year because who knows how long he's going to be out. Um, no Shea Weber also. Uh, that's going to really hurt, in my opinion. Um... They did have an all right off season, but I just I can't really put them in the playoffs. They they're a forward group. It's very deep, but it doesn't have a superstar up there. Maybe Caulfield or Suzuki is. I don't think Caulfield is right away. Suzuki might take that next step, but I I just can't trust them to score enough goals to win hockey games. Uh, fourth, I have Boston Bruins. I don't get why so oh many people are so high on Boston this year. Like, yeah, they're always good. But Charlie Coyle is your second-line center. I, I can't trust that. To, to be successful in this league, you look at the past Stanley Cup winners, you need to have two good centers. And it's something that I just don't trust with them. Bergeron's great, don't get me wrong. Um, but I can't say that Charlie Coyle is a good enough second uh, center to be your second-line center. I have him as first wild card. I don't you know why some people are saying, "Oh, they're winning the cup. Oh, they're they're finishing first in the division." Yeah, it could happen, but I just can't, I can't buy into that. Third, I have the Toronto Maple Leafs. Leafs will get in again. Don't worry, Leafs fans. Um, let's just 
let's just not look at the regular season this year, and you just got to look at the opening round this year, and hopefully you can win four games finally and get past that. Um, if they don't, though, if they fall in the first round or somehow don't make the playoffs, I think there's a major shakeup with their core and their management next offseason. I'm talking Marner, Tavares, Nylander all on the block. I'm talking Dubis might be fired. I'm talking Sheldon Keefe's gone. I'm talking it, it'll be it'll be a blowout. The only thing person I think would be really safe would be Austin Matthews. And honestly, that might not even be a guarantee. Um, maybe he can get pissed off and request a trade. I don't know. We'll see, but we'll watch out. Watch out for the Leafs next offseason if they don't finally meet expectations. Um, number two, I have Tampa. This team doesn't have to worry about a thing. They're gonna be. They're the back-to-back champs. Um, they're gonna cruise through the regular season. They did it last year, and they came in as three. They really don't care where they finish. Uh, as long as they're in the playoffs, they have. They can really just compete with anyone. I think they are the best team in the division. Um, but they're not going to finish as as the number one seed because they don't have to. They're too good already. Number one, I have Florida. Florida, I think their time has finally come. They're a legitimately good hockey team, and if they can avoid Tampa somehow, I really could see them making it out of the East. Some people have have them as their dark horse Stanley Cup contender. I wouldn't even consider them a dark horse. I'd consider them like a top five, top five, top eight. I don't know, somewhere in that range to win the cup this year. Um, I have them as the top team in the East. They're going to get home ice throughout the East playoffs. Um, unless, I, I, yeah, unless something happens, which, uh, spoiler, something does happen to them in the playoffs. Um, starting going to the Central Division now, in eighth, I have the Arizona Coyotes. First time in the division for the Coyotes with Seattle now in the Pacific. Arizona got bumped over. Along with the Sabres, expect this team to be horribly bad. This long rebuild is only just getting started, so hang in there, Coyotes fans. Oh, sorry, never mind. You guys don't have any fans. Get them to Quebec City, please. Some You're Houston. I don't care. Just out of Arizona. Nobody wants to go watch a hockey game in Arizona. Unless you want to go on a golf trip or something. But um, The only thing I'm looking forward to for Arizona is how many goals is Louis Erickson going to score? He had a good preseason, surprisingly. He had the, I, I saw he scored three preseason goals. That's, that's pretty rare. That's almost more than he did in Vancouver. <laughs> um, I, I really would not be shocked to see him have like a bounce back year scoring 10 to 20 goals. I, I really could see it. Um, it, it, it's possible. Their team is just so bad. He might actually get minutes. So, and maybe Vancouver just was not the fit, which is very strong possibility. Uh, at number seven, I have the Nashville Predators. This is the year where I see the Predators tearing it down and starting from scratch. I just look at this team on paper, and they just seem so mediocre to me. And that won't do in this division. There's six six possible playoff teams. Seven, I guess you could consider the Predators there, but I don't. Um, they aren't the I could. They just re-signed Matthias Ekholm this morning. I'm surprised they did that. I thought maybe. Oh well. We'll ship them off, get our value for them, I don't know, at the deadline. Um, Roman Yossi's really good. I don't know what they'll do with him. UC Soros is like a Vesna candidate this year. Um, they'll prob- I could really see him trading like Philip Forsberg at the deadline, try to move Duchesne or something in his big contract, but I doubt it. 
At number six, I have the St. Louis Blues. I think we see the regression from the Blues this year. Um, and I really see them start contemplating whether to start over or make a desperate attempt next offseason to stay competitive. And it really sucks because they won the, the Cup 2019. And um, now they might just say, we're done. we got to rebuild her. I don't know. I, I This division just scares me. At fifth, I have the Dallas Stars. They just look so bland to me on paper, but they play such a great defensive system um, that I think they'll get a playoff spot. They were also very hurt and had COVID issues last year, so they they had a decent season last year. I, I, not a decent season since they made the Cup the year before, but, you know, I I think they'll get in this year. I think they're going to claim the second wild card spot because I think the Pacific is just so weak this year that they'll get the, the wild card spot. I don't think any teams in the it'll be the top three in the Pacific get in. None of the other teams will will qualify. At number four, I have the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, this was a vi- this was a solid off season for them to win now, even if it cost them their future. Yes, they did sell a bit of their future with the Seth Jones trade, but it makes them good now. Um, some of the contracts though, it's like the Seth Jones contract. Oh, that was a mess. This is like a last ditch attempt in my opinion, to get Kane and Taves another cup um, together before their careers come to an end. Um, it's a one last-ditch effort to stay competitive with your two franchise players. Uh, coming in at third, I have the Minnesota Wild, a very sneaky good team last season. Like I remember talking about how they were just so sneaky like I didn't think they were that good and all, they weren't competing for their division like the entire time last year I was like whoa okay um I expect the wild to be in the same spot again this year um if they had lost Caprice off to Russia he said he wasn't actually gonna go but imagine if he did and they did lose him this would be a whole different story I'd probably have him missing the playoffs um yeah I'll have him coming in a third uh number two I have the Winnipeg Jets their forward group is already one of the best in the NHL they already have a they have a top three goalie in the NHL. All they needed was defense. Their defense was very weak, and they went out and they bulked up. They improved their defense. They are a legitimately good sneaky pick to win the West this season. I would not don't count them out of it. Um, I have them coming in at number two though because at number one I have Colorado. I don't think no anybody's going to stop the Avs in this division. Real question is. Can they finally get past the second round this year? I think they will, but that's the big question. Can McKinnon finally get a cup with this loaded team? And they have McCarr. McCarr is absurd. Coming in, now we start off with the Pacific Division. Coming in at number eight, I have the Anaheim Ducks. This rebuild is just getting to the point where the young guys, they're first grafted in like Seagrass and Drysdale. They're just starting out. This will be their rookie years, so... I still think they're a couple more years away until they'll be competitive again. I'd probably give it another two to five. I, I don't know. We'll see. Seven, I have San Jose Sharks. Not expecting a lot from San Jose this year. They're, I'm, I really hope they just tear it down, trade like Coturk, trade Hurdle finally. Maybe try and ship out Carlson or Burns if you can, but their contracts probably would say no. Um finally start this rebuild that needed to come a year or two ago um this they need to do it six i have i have the seattle kraken 
I don't think they can do what Vegas did in their first year. People have been comparing that. I don't see it. Um, I think the league will expect, like, will keep that in memory, and it won't happen this year. Um, I don't think they'll be that good for a couple of years. Um, they had a really good chance at the expansion draft to say, okay, let's go for it. Let's be a playoff team and be good, or let's go completely young, rebuild, um, re- get some assets. And now they just really are sitting in a position that's almost smack down the middle in it. They have some guys who are, who are built for win now hockey, and then they have just some young guys. Um, and I, that's not the spot you want to be in. They're kind of just stuck in no man's land to me right now. And it's tough because it's, it's a weird thing to say because it's their first year in the league, and they're already in no man's land. Fifth, I have the LA Kings. Um... This was really tough for me to pick this division, by the way, because throughout the offseason, I actually had LA make the playoffs. I was expected to see a bounce, like a step breakthrough year for them. But now I just can't see it looking at the other teams. Uh, I think there's probably like a year away from making it. Uh, Fourth, I have the Calgary Flames. I don't think the Flames are that good. They're just mediocre, but this division is just so bad that I think they're still going to claim fourth. Um,. They're just a very boring hockey team, in my opinion. Not really superstar Johnny Hockey if passes prime. Could have a good year in his contract year. I just can't see it. Um, They're not going to be good enough to make, play postseason hockey, though. I don't think have them claiming a wild card spot, so they will be out of it. At three, I have the Edmonton Oilers. I really, really hated this offseason for the Oilers long term. But for now, for the current day, it's just average, in my opinion. McDavid and Drysaddle will get them in. Don't. Don't get me wrong, but I don't I don't really expect him to go much farther. Hyman's going to help out. Warren Vogel's a decent ad, but Duncan Keith, man, why would you do that? Your defense is also brutal, um, and so is your goaltending. Mike Smith, Mike Smith was solid last year, sure, but now he's got horrid defense in front of him. He's not going to be able to keep the puck out of his head, in my opinion. McDavid and Dreisler will still score enough to get them in, but we'll see. At 2A of Vancouver, call me biased. If they can stay healthy, they are the second-best team in this division. Their forward group and goaltending are, are set for this year. I think they have one of the best forward groups in the NHL. Don't call it biased. I, I don't care. I think that's not a hot take. They are very deep at forward. They, they can run three really good scoring lines, and they can have a fourth line, too. That's actually solid. Demko and Demko's I could see a step through year for him this year. I think he already did last year, but his defense was not good last year, so he kind of didn't put up the numbers. Yaroslav Halak is a great backup now. I really like that signing because you get him for a year. You only signed him for a year, so now you can get DiPietro some games in Abbotsford. Then once next year comes around, you can have DiPietro backing up um, Demko. To me, it's just all going to come down to how their defense can play and if they can improve. And really, I don't think they can. I think they might do it. I Their defense is just so bad. I think Quinn Hughes will show improvement on the defensive end. I don't think it will be a major improvement. I think he's slowly going to get there, but we'll see. I really hope they can do something, though. If they stay healthy, though, they are the second-best team in the Pacific, in my opinion. At number one, I have Vegas. No surprise. Vegas, I think it's going to run away with this division. 
I have, I actually have them claiming the President's Trophy this year just because their division is so bad. Nobody's going to come close to catching them, in my opinion. So that's all my division breakdown. Now I'm going to go over my award trophy, award predictions um, for the regular season. Then I'll go into my playoffs. So starting off with the heart, I have Connor McDavid. It's going to be amazing this year. I expect him to finish like at least 20 points clear of the next shot score in this league, which I think will probably be dry title. And I still think he's going to be that much better than him. Art Ross, McDavid, need I say any more? I really just can't see anybody coming near him. Uh, for the Norris, I have Kale McCarr. His time to win it is now. I think he's it's come to that time where he does. I think he overtakes could overtake Hedman as a top defenseman in the NHL this year. Um, I think it's a pretty basic pick taking McCarr. Like last year, nobody picked Fox and he won it. I don't know. Um, but McCarr's, I think, will take that step and become the best defenseman in the NHL next year. For the Vezina, I have Connor Hellebuck. Um. Now that he actually has a good defense in front of him, I think we see him perform at his best, and I think he's going to have a great year between the pipes. He was already a top three goalie with bad defense. Now he's got good defense. I'm very scared for what the Jets could do this year. For the Calder, I have Trevor Segrest. And I am not going to be that good, um, but at least they'll have, they'll, I think Segrest is the guy they can build around. I don't like his attitude. I think he could be a locker room cancer, to be honest. I said that after the World Juniors, but... Skill-wise, I think I think he's great. I expect him to score around 60 points this season. Uh, for the Lady Bing, I'm going to take Sean Couturier. going to go a bit wild here with Couturier, but I think he's going to have a great year defensively, and he's still going to be able to contribute. Oh, I think I think he's going to have a great year offensively. He scored maybe his 60 points or whatever he normally puts up, and then he'll be able to contribute defensively like he always does too. For the Rocket... I'm taking Austin Matthews. I don't like putting him here because I'm not a Matthews fan. I'm not a Leafs fan. I hate the Leafs. But there's not many others who I think can beat him out. Um, Ovi isn't really what he once was, who was going to dominate, who dominated the Rocket. Um, and there's a couple other names like Pasternak, uh, Debrinkat even maybe. I just don't like them. They Their teams scare me a little bit too much for that. I expect Matthews to get in that 50 to 55 range for goals. Uh, Jack Adams, I have Joel Quenville. Uh, Floor is my pick to win the East this year and more of a surprise pick, I'd say. I don't think anybody has a lot of people have Florida winning the division. Uh, I think Joel Quenville is going to win it this year. He's, so, it's my pick. I could also see him like a Travis Green winning it if Vancouver wins, claims that two seed. Um. If Ottawa somehow can get in, then I could see, um, what's their coach name? DJ Smith, was it? I don't, I, what, what's his name? I forget. <laughs> uh, Ottawa's coach could get it. Um, but no, I think it'll be Quenville. Uh, so on to the playoffs now. Um, I'll start off in the East with round one, then go to the West, East, West, East, West, then we get to the finals. So, East first round, I will be the matchups will be Florida, New York, Tampa, Toronto, the Islanders versus the Bruins. That was Florida versus the Rangers, by the way. Uh, Islanders, Bruins, Flyers versus Penguins. So, Florida versus New York, I'm taking Florida in six. 
I said earlier, as long as they don't run into Tampa, I don't know if there's a team that's going to beat them. Uh, New York will get in, but as a wild card, but I can't see them beating them. Um, Tampa, Toronto, I'm taking Tampa in six. Too bad for Leafs fans running into the back-to-back champs in round one. Time to make that shake-up, Toronto. Got to get rid of Matthew, not Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares. I'd say maybe one at one at least, maybe two of those teams, or two of those players. Then we got the Islanders versus the Bruins. I'm taking the Islanders in seven. Bruins in the playoffs is always a scary team, which is why they have this going seven games, but I think the Islanders hold on in advance. And then we have the Flyers-Penguins, Battle of Pennsylvania. I'm taking the Penguins in six. I think the Penguins ride the wave they go on since Crosby and Malkin return. I'm expecting once those two return, they'll they'll be good again. They'll ride their, they'll be a good team. And I think they carry that through into the playoffs, at least for the first round. I think it should be a great intense series. Since it's the Battle of Pennsylvania, it's a great rivalry. But I'll take the Penguins in six in this. Kind of basic. I took three game sixes and a game seven. I don't know. None of the, I don't think I have a sweep in this one. I just can't pick a sweep. I don't know. Uh, Vegas versus Dallas in the West first round. Um, and then Vancouver, Edmonton, Colorado, Chicago, Winnipeg, Minnesota are my matchups. So first Vegas, Dallas, I have Vegas in six. I think the Vegas will be given a test with the stars and how they play defensively. I think they'll pass it. They'll move on, but I'm very scared for them because Vegas never seems to be able to score in the playoffs and Dallas may easily be able to shut them down. So, but I'm still going to take Vegas in six. Vancouver, Edmonton, I'm taking the Canucks in seven. It's weird how the two teams with two teams with the arguably the worst defensive groups in the NHL can meet in the playoffs. Um, I I'm taking McDavid and Drysaddle scoring wise over the Canucks top guys, but I'm taking Vancouver's overall depth over Edmonton. Uh, defense, I think it's a moot point. I don't think either of them are really good. I think Demko is going to be the factor as to why the Canucks win this series. He'll still probably a game, maybe two. Um, so I'll take Canucks in seven. Colorado versus Chicago. I'm taking the abs in five. Chicago will have a good run for the regular season, but McKinnon in the playoffs is a beast, and I think Chicago will stand no chance against them, and they won't be able to stop them. Nobody has proven they can do it in the playoffs yet. Not really yet. I guess Vegas might have did it last year, but. Uh, Winnipeg, Minnesota, I'm taking the Jets in six in this series. Winnipeg is a very, very good team now, I think, and I see no reasons that they can't get past the Wild here. Right? The Wild just, they need another, they need a couple more pieces, in my opinion. Very, very good, but I think they're a piece or two away from being a contender, a legit cup contender. Uh, Eastern Conference, second round matchups will be Florida versus Tampa and the Penguins versus the Islanders. I'm taking... Tampa in seven games over Florida. Um, this is going to be a really fun series if it happens. It was last year. In the preseason, it's been great. It's turning into a really good rivalry um, with both these teams being good now. Um, I can't not pick Tampa here, though. Back-to-back ch- um, champs. Um, and I said, like I said, for Florida, I think they're a c- contender unless they run into Tampa and then they do it here, so... Islanders-Penguins, I'm taking the Isles in five. Okay, I've learned my lesson. Every year I always pick against the Islanders. I do not know why. I just don't think they're that good. They just play a really good system. Like on paper, they're not that skilled in my opinion. But 
this year I'm learning my lesson. I have them making the East Finals again. We're going to have a Tampa, New York, or sorry. Yep, Tampa Islanders um, East Final for the third straight year. West round two, I have Vegas versus Vancouver and Colorado versus Winnipeg. Call me biased. Taking the hot take, I'm taking the Canucks in seven over the Vegas. This Canucks team, to me, is better than the 2020 bubble team. Yeah, the goaltending is probably better for the bubble team, but you still have Demko. Um, Markstrom's gone. I take Markstrom over Halak, but I'm uh, their their forward group is better to me. It's more depth based. Defense is both still kind of bad for both these, those teams. But if Demko can shut down the Knights again in this series, which is definitely possible because it happens to the Knights every year, I really don't see why the Canucks can't win this series. They took them to seven in the bubble. And I think this team is better. So why can't they beat them in seven in the bubble or in the non-bubble this year? I don't know. We'll see. Might be hot, but I'm taking Vancouver. Colorado versus Winnipeg. I'm taking the abs in seven. I think this will be a very good series. Winnipeg's going to build up a great fight, but in the end, it's not going to be enough. Abs finally get over the hump. They're going to the West Finals. Um, so for the conference finals now, I have Islanders-Tampa, like I said, third straight year, and then Colorado-Vancouver. Um... Round three, starting on the East, Islanders-Tampa. I'm taking the Islanders in seven. I think they finally are going to beat out the Lightning and advance to the Cup Finals. Tampa's dream of a three-peat is going to be stopped in these finals. It will be a very good series. This is turning into a really good playoff rivalry. Um, I think Tampa kind of just runs out of energy from playing, winning two Cups in in a span of 11 months. Um, I, I just can't see them winning a third one. I don't know why. I just can't. It's definitely still possible, but to me, I think they'll run, a, run out of the juice. Colorado, Vancouver, I'm taking the abs in five. Yeah, Vancouver's on end here. Uh, I think the abs are high-powered offense. It's just going to be way too much for the Canucks defense in this series. Vancouver's not going to be able to keep pace with them. It'll be a really good run, and it'll fall short for in the West Finals for Vancouver. Um it's going to be one of those runs, I think, that's remember. Like, I think a lot of people remember the bubble run they had. A lot of everyone remembers the 2011 team they had, the 94 run they had. I think that will be a very similar case here going to the West Finals. Uh, so then we got the Stanley Cup Finals. This, not, I wouldn't say a fun one. It would be a really interesting one because I think it's the best hockey and offense in the Avs against the best defensive team in hockey in the Isles. Um, I think it'll be a very tight series the whole way through. I have it going six games. And drumroll, please, I have the Colorado Avalanche winning it all. I think McKinnon will be just an absolute monster through these whole playoffs. I think he's going to be on that mission to get a cup before McDavid does. Because um, that's kind of like the Crosby-Ovechkin rivalry. I think that's happening. You could argue it's McDavid-Matthews. I don't know. But... um. Once again, though, I'm going to take the—I'm taking the Avalanche over the Islanders in six games, calling it here now. Uh, McKinnon is going to take home the Conn Smythe. Um, as finally go over the hump, that's my prediction for the year. I was—I to be honest, coming into this video, I was writing this up yesterday, and I'm like, do I even have a pick yet for each division? Like, I, I, I don't really. I've kind of just made one up on the spot, but—and I took two— popular teams to get there but 
I don't know. That's what I see happening. Uh, that's going to wrap up this episode for me. Um, coming up very soon will be in my NBA season prediction podcast um, where I do basically what I did in this episode. I'll go over my regular season placement, my award winners, and then my playoffs. And then I'm eventually going to get to a baseball prediction and what was my baseball prediction, and then I'll predict the rest of that. Um, Yeah, I think that's going to do it. So I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.